It's week 32 of 2018. We've got a special edition of TechNado today where we take a look at the B-Sides Las Vegas conference we just got back from, talk to a few vendors, and talk about some of the cool villages and technologies that we saw while we were out there. That's all coming up on TechNado, starting right now. Hello and welcome to TechNado. I'm your host, Peter Van Rysdam, and normally joined by Dom Pazette. And he's actually in the office today, but we kicked him out of his office <laughs> to right. bring in Daniel Lowry. Uh, Daniel, how are you doing I'm today? I'm good. I was, it was fun to bring the pitchforks and the torches yeah. and say, get out, monster. <laughs> well, if, I don't know if you can tell, but both Daniel and I are, are pretty jet-lagged. We actually spent the week out at uh, B-Sides Las Vegas. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, there's kind of a uh, – well, there's a series of B-Sides events across the country, B-Sides being – uh, a way that you can kind of put on your your own event using a, a template and a format that's been been proven to work. And Las Vegas is definitely the biggest one and, and the most fun. And it actually happens uh, goes besides Vegas, then Black Hat, then Defcon Def after that. So you have all these uh, tech professionals, security professionals out there uh, in Las Vegas already, and it makes for a great show. And I mean, this one there were uh, there were some. About 200 people lined up at about 2 a.m. on the day that we got there to get in uh, just to show how, how big and, and exciting it was. Mm -hmm. But uh, what were your overall impressions of the event? This is your first time going as well, This was right? my first B-Sides, yeah. Okay. It was, um, I think it was very fun. I like the fact that – so we've been to bigger events, obviously. Like RSA is huge. Black Hat's huge. DEF CON's huge. I like it uh, because it was a bit more intimate. It was, it was smaller in scale but still had most of the – the punch of a bigger con. So you didn't have uh, that overwhelming feeling of being there. You're like, where do we go and what do we do? It kind of condenses it down and makes it much more uh, palatable and digestible. So you just get to walk around, find some good talks, go to good talks, and check out some cool vendors. And then they also had like cool villages. CTF was happening. And they had other different stuff happening as well. Yeah, and what struck me as really cool about it also was that a lot of the talks – uh, rather than being really high level, this is what you need to know in security. Mm -hmm. It was, hey, here's our, how our company was hacked, and here's what we did. But th there were uh, talks that you know, no, no photography was allowed in. No, the DB no Cooper, video. like yeah. underground. It so was they called could talk about, the underground. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they could talk about things that you wouldn't normally talk about right. in a public forum about your own company and and how things had happened. But those are the kind of talks that are uh, most helpful to, yeah. to people out there. That yeah, I know the, what the book says, but. How does this happen when it affects me in, in real life? But and that's that's great information for any professional or even just an amateur that wants to become a professional. See what the big boys are doing. See how they're handling it. Hear that insider information, but kind of in an NDA format. Yeah. And be able to learn from that and take away. It's, it's a huge plus for any attendee. Now, all that said, we probably had the most fun uh, at the <laughs> lockpick uh, village that, that they had a, set that up. That is understatement of the year. It right was there. so cool, <laughs> and so so we kind of sat down and said, "Let's let's learn this real quick, and we'll and we'll do a video about it, and then we'll then we'll move on to the next one." And man, every break we had, every chance we said, "Well, we've got an hour in between sessions here. Should we go check our email?" Well, I'm going to go and sit at the lockpick station yeah, and work yeah. on these locks now. And and I I don't know, have you bought a kit yet? Uh, I have it in my shopping cart. Okay, right I haven't now. bought it yet, but I wanted to get away from Vegas before I actually purchased. Yeah. Just something online because there was a lot of security professionals <laughs> yeah. there, and just I like it pays my to credit. be paranoid. Yeah, yeah. I like my credit score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they uh, they have the clear lock set up. They had handcuffs. They had mm. all kinds of different things um, to test on. But before we get to that, I, I just want to ask because this is something that that's kind of been in the back of my mind. Why why is lock picking synonymous with with these security conferences? Because to me, I think about well, as, as a security professional, I want to know how I can make sure I lock up my server room right. But yeah. but why do I need to 
pick locks? Yeah, great question, right? So there's there's a couple of answers to it. One is that there is such a thing as phys- physical security. You should be locking up things that are of sensitive nature, right? So you don't want to just leave things open. That being said, if you can pick a lock, you can get at that information. So if you're a pen tester and you are doing physical site security, maybe having a, a lock pick kit on you at that point in time could come in handy as you try to access unauthorized areas. So there's that answer. The other answer is it's very good at teaching the fundamentals of security, right? Here is a system. It has a specific way in which it is meant to work. Now we have to look for the vulnerabilities in the, in the system and exploit them. So it teaches all the basic security practices and anti-security practices that you might need to know when it comes to becoming a security professional. And then you would take those principles and you apply them into whatever sphere you're in. So web or just general pet testing in general or whatever. Right. So that's why we see that a lot. Plus, as you quite know, <laughs> it is mega fun is and addicting. Fun. Uh, they, they've definitely got us hooked on it forever. <laughs> yeah, no, that and, and that makes total sense when you say it that way, because a lot of the pen testers, and, and I heard some of the guys talking out there, you think of a pen tester as, oh, well, I sit down, I try to get in your network. Right. Well, a lot of pen testers, first thing they do is pick up the phone and try to social engineer you, exactly. or they try to go to your physical location and see, <laughs> hey, by the way, as long as I can pick a master lock, I'm inside your, right. your data center. So uh, really important to to see how that works. But uh, we wanted to to go ahead and, and show you this interview where we uh, kind of see the fundamentals and and the basics of, of a very basic lock, and, and Daniel actually gives it a shot. So let's go ahead and take a look at that interview right now. This is with Sam, one of the volunteers who helps out in the lock picking village uh, here at B-Sides Las Vegas. Take a look. All right, everyone, greetings from B-Sides Las Vegas 2018. I'm your host, Daniel Lauer, with IT Pro TV. We have a special treat for you today. We're here with Sam. He's one of the volunteers here at the Lockpick Village. Having a good time. He's going to teach us today a little bit about locks and lockpicking and a lot of cool stuff, maybe even actually learn to lockpick ourselves. And that's, that's the hope, anyway. So, Sam, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. How are you uh, enjoying B-Sides so far? Loving it. Yeah. Great. Good, good time, right? right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about lock picking and locks in general. Like, why is this a good skill for us as security practitioners? Uh, it gives you a kind of fundamental concept of how physical security is, where the vulnerable points are, and um, people don't realize just how easy it is to pick locks. If you have valuables stored, uh, you may think that a master lock from Home Depot is very good because you spent $20 on it, but it's really not. And they show you that cool commercial where they shoot it with a 357 or whatever and it withstands it. But you're going to come at it with a little more of a of a scalpel than a shotgun, right? Exactly, right. All right, so tell us a little bit about the locks you have in front of you. Some of the, uh, you got different types, right? Right. So, uh, gotcha. So um, these are the security pin locks. Uh, it says the number on it of how many pins you have to get in order to unlock it. You've got your regular dial master lock. And then you've got another dial lock. Um, right here. Okay. And a combination style dial, right? Yeah, a combination. And then we have our beginner one that has a clear plastic casing to see exactly how a lock works and then what you're doing on the inside. Um, it's a lot easier to explain with this one. Awesome. And that's that's the one we're going to be picking. You're, you're going to successfully pick that lock and then I'll attempt to pick it and see if I've learned anything from what you do. So if you want, go ahead and fire away, sir. Gotcha. So we're going to use this as a kind of a tension uh, it's going to be where uh, you want to apply slight pressure. And then we have some uh, tools here. We have your normal pick. Uh, we have what's called a rake as well. It kind of just jams it in there and try to get all the pins. And then 
And as we go down, we try to get each pin to lock in place. Now he was showing me a little bit of this before we started filming. There's basically these, these little pins that go up and down by a spring. And if you get them to all to drop in a certain depth, it'll allow the cylinder to turn and that's how you pick the lock, right? Exactly. So you kind of just want to feel and then easy peasy, you're done. Okay, well, I guess it's, uh, it's my turn to see if I've learned anything from Samson here. And we'll hopefully, here's my fingers crossed, I won't, I won't let you good folks down. So we'll give that a try. Get a little bit closer up view so that you can see what's going on from my perspective. Okay, so here I've got the, the lock, the, the uh, kitty lock for people like me who's got to learn how to do this. And you can see inside, we have a few of these different pins, these little gold or brass pins as they are. And then this is the cylinder, where obviously you slide your key, which will make these pins fall at the right spot. But we're going to try to bypass that. We're going to use this little guy right here called a torsion bar. I'm going to slide it in there. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use that to actually turn the cylinder. I'm going to use this guy right here, the pick, to get up in there and try to get these tumblers to fall or these pins to fall in the right spot. I've learned all this just moments from now, so <laughs> here's, uh, here's hoping that it all goes well. I'm going to use my, my left hand to try to, and as you can see, this is locked. I can't, can't pull it apart. It doesn't just turn. Not like that, right? So I'm going to try to pull this. I'm going to use this to reach up in there, and now I'm going to have to look and see here, hopefully, if I can. All right. So I'm having a little trouble getting the pins, trying to turn. There we go. Come on, come on. There, there we go. I think I got. Let me get these. Sometimes it can be tricky. And try that. I think that last, last pin there is giving me a little bit of a trouble. I think it's a little too low. There we go. All right, this is harder than it looks this time. Sam, you saw me do this. Right. It seems like that pin right there yeah. is just going down too far. There we go. So. So th that definitely is my, my problem child. Ah. There it is. And I got it. There we go. So I did have a little trouble with this last pin. It was wanting to fall a little too far. I think that was my problem. And uh, so I just backed off, tried again. And once I felt it drop in the right spot, the torsion bar turned a whole lot easier. And then I knew I was I was almost home and I just started fiddling my way back, getting the rest of those pins as I pulled and they all dropped and it turned and popped right open. Great stuff, really cool. Awesome. Well, uh, I, I, I did it, I got through it. I was able to successfully pick my lock. I have no one other to thank than my good friend Sam here. Sam, thanks so much, much for showing us for uh, how to pick a lock, why security with physical things like locks are important to us. We think just because we got a lock on something, it's squared away. That might not necessarily be the case, especially if you got my boy Sam here walking through your aisles. So just be prepared to learn how to do that kind of skill. It's a great thing to do. Stop by the lock picking village here at B-Sides if you're here. If not, check out our video, man. Check it, we'll show you how to do it. We've got plenty of other locks on which you might want to try out. Sam's got a bevy of them. 
it's a really interesting skill to learn and and actually it's kind of like a hobby for a lot of people right. too so get into that a lot, a lot of cool stuff sam thanks again for joining us My pleasure. and thank you for watching we'll see you around b-sides until then see you later all right thank you daniel for that and thank you sam for uh showing us that as well and taking time out of your day and daniel i gotta ask was that one take did you really get that lock? Yes, I did get that lock <laughs> in one take. It actually gave me a little bit of trouble, yeah. um, but I eventually prevailed. It, it is nice to be able to see this. You can buy those kits online, those clear acrylic, because we've, we've all been like <laughs> looking this up since yeah. we've left Vegas. Uh, Peter asked me before the show, he said, did, did you buy a kit yet? I'm like, oh, it's in my shopping cart. I'm just yeah. waiting to check out. Yeah. <laughs> so go out and, and, and grab one of those. They're super cheap. I think they run 10 to $15 for a basic set of um, lock picks and one of those clear locks. Yeah, and so it, can it, it can get much more complex, but yeah. for the basic stuff, it's perfect. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And, and what you get on, uh, online and, and what you look up on YouTube as far as tutorials, they can help you um, a lot in, in learning the stuff that we exactly. learned as well. Or you can just go back and watch this podcast again and again <laughs> and, uh, and see how Daniel did it. And the for those of you that are just listening on the audio version, um, definitely we're going to put these videos up on YouTube as well, so you can go back and, and check that out at a later time and, and see what we're talking about with the pins and all that. Well, the second kind, that, so that was the physical security, but right. uh, as far as the uh, computer security goes, uh, they had the big capture the flag set up there. They did. Um, that, that it was like actually cool, quite large. Yeah. I was surprised at how many people were doing the capture the flag. It was a big village, and it was slam-packed every single day. So a lot of interest going on there. So it was so busy, it was hard for us to get into that. The good news was our booth next to us, kind of gave us a smaller version of that, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and before we get to that, I want to, just for those that maybe don't know, can you explain what a Capture the Flag oh, is? I yeah. mean, Good I idea. played a lot of Capture the Flag in Boy Scouts <laughs> as a kid, and that was a, a, a flashlight a physical, was the flag, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but this is something else. Yeah, this is something else. This is basically just a a game for you know, security professionals. People are interested in security. You want to do computer security. What they'll do is they'll set up a mock system, a mock infrastructure that has certain vulnerabilities built into it purposefully so that you as the gamer sit down, use your skills to attempt to reach. And typically, a lot of times, it's just a, a text document that has a base64 string or an MD5 hash or something in it. And if you have that hash, then you get the points for that. You move on. There's other versions of it as well, but that's that's typically what I've encountered when it comes to capture the flag, and that's what we saw there, I think. And uh, once you gain access to that, you get points, and the person with the most points at the end of the time period they make for the game, well, they win the game. They get a cool, sometimes a trophy or a prize. Maybe it's just bragging rights. Sure. A lot of times it just depends on where you're at. But well, the booth cool next stuff. to us was, was Rapid7, so right. what, what was the format of their game? <laughs> oh, man, it was really clever, to be honest with you. We were all impressed. They had a line... Uh, backed up to it just about yeah, both day. days. Both days. They, as soon as people knew what it was, they were at it every single day. And it was a really cool learning opportunity for us and others that were watching and engaged in that. Um, and it was also just a lot of fun. And what it was is they took two laptops not connected to each other so that two people could do it. And basically what you wanted to do was they gave you five minutes, give you a Kali Linux box or a Parrot box, and a metasploitable machine. They give you an Nmap scan. They say in five minutes, if you can gain shell, so unauthorized remote access to the system, in five minutes, we'll give you a metasploit shirt. Super cool. So I, of course, had to pony up to it and, and represent IT Pro TV and get that shirt. So, so it was a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed watching everyone's methodologies and, and just seeing how 
other people would would come at the thing. Yeah, and that's a cool one because it's not that there's one way to get at this right. this shell. I think there, you it, said there was sixty some odd ways yeah. to gain access. So, to it. so what is what's in your toolkit? What's right. what's your approach? So, I, it would have been cool to see times and how long it took different people. But yeah. I mean, there were people getting it in a couple of minutes. There were people, a lot of people that, that did not get it at all. It was yeah. not an easy. You would see people task. go uh, away and come back and and try again. And as their as their thought process started to evolve, of course, that's how we are as security people, we see it as a puzzle, as a problem mm-hmm. to be solved. And if the first thing we try doesn't work, then our mind starts focusing in like a laser on that problem and you'll come back, you'll try something else, see if it gets you any farther, or gets, you, gets you any better. And we saw that a lot, it was really cool to see that. One of our, um, uh, what, what's the things we have on the wall? What do we call those? Our values okay. yeah. is that we have perseverance and grit, Mm-hmm. Right, and we saw a lot of grit at that table that day. It was really cool to watch. Yeah, and and uh, Daniel, as a as an edutainer, is used to walking us through and telling us uh, what he's doing. So we actually said, well, let, let's just get up there with the camera and a mic and and watch you do this and and see the process you use and if it works. So let's go ahead and take a look at that. That's over at the Rapid Seven booth that captured the flag uh, with Daniel doing that, and that's going to come up right after this. Daniel Lowry here with IT Pro TV, and we are at B-Sides Las Vegas 2018. That's right, and we've been looking at some great stuff here. It is hot in Vegas. It's super, super hot, but guess what? One of the hottest things here at B-Sides this year is the five-minute CTF challenge from Rapid7. Very cool stuff. They're trying to spread the word about Metasploit, which, like it needs any help, right? It's a very well-known, very well-used piece of pen testing equipment. We all have it in our bag, but it's a really cool thing that they've set up. I am actually going to attempt to get a shell in five minutes. If I can, then I'll win a cool Metasploitable or Metasploit t-shirt, which is going to be awesome. I can't wait to add that to my collection. So if you'll join us, we will move over to the booth and see if we can't get a shell. All right, so here's the Rapid 7 five-minute CTF challenge. Looks pretty cool. Welcome to Metasploit exploration practice. Get a shell, win a shirt. Well, guess what? I want that shirt pretty badly, actually. So I'm going to go with the number two option, which is the red pill telling me that I can jump into our attack box. If I get the shell within five minutes, I have to bust a shell here, then I can get a cool t-shirt. So I'm gonna do that. I will click number two. Oh, I guess it helps if I go in there. Two, enter. All right, welcome to the challenge. We've got five minutes. I've got two metasploitable targets in this range. Awesome, the timer's at the bottom right corner, right over here, just say five minutes. And good luck and happy hunting. Ears open, right? You press any key, here we go. I can pick Kali or Parrot Linux, both a fine pen testing platform. I'll just go with the first option because it's first. There we go. I'm spinning up an environment here. Take about 15 seconds. We see, looks like some virtual machines are firing up in the background. As soon as they get live, they should color up a little bit for us. There we go. And the, tick, the ticker is ticking, so let's get to it. Um, we've got some scans for Nmap here on my desktop. I'll go with the first one, which is just 201. Let's take a look at that. Looks to be an Nmap scan to this machine. I see, here's the IP address right there. 192.168.101. Couple of ports open. I'll just start with the first one, FTP. Why the heck not, right? So let me uh, get this out of the way. My applications, you can, you can leave me. There we go, there it is. 
So let's do this. Let's work over to Metasploit. And actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a little more information about that FTP. I will say nmap dash a dash t4 dash n dash p21. And it's 192.168.100.201. There we go. Fire it off. So I'm running some nmap scripts to see if there's anything that I can learn about this. Plus versioning, I am seeing that it is running Pro FTPD version 135. Oh, the clock is ticking, the pressure's on. All right, let's check Metasploit and see if it has any exploits for Pro FTPD. So I will search Pro FTPD, see what it comes back with. Excellent, there are some, some exploits for it here. Look in the description, I see 131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213131213
wear so many shirts. Yeah, he push it. That's right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like deplete their clean store. them out. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be yeah. cool for everyone. Other people else, right? wanted prizes yeah. as well. <laughs> and speaking of which, there were a lot of other vendors too, and so uh, we actually want to take a little bit of time and and talk with some of them because we like to show you the things that uh, you know. If you're not able to attend the conference, you know some of the, the new technologies you might have missed. And so um, the next one was Virus. What was Virus it? Total? Virus Total. Yeah. So what 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 does their company do? They have been around for a little bit now, and they do a great service for the security community, uh, specifically with AV, right? So what they do is you're able to upload file signatures or files to VirusTotal from the web anywhere that you would like, and it will scan it for known signatures and um, uh, behaviors of viruses. So if you're unsure whether this is a virus or malware or something, you can upload it to VirusTotal, they'll check it for you and let you know, oh, we know about this, and here are the AV vendors that catch it. So if you have one of these AV vendors, it should be flagging this as something that needs to be quarantined. If you have one of these other vendors, it's not going to flag it at all. So you might want to change AV vendors if you're seeing this as a problem inside of your, your is, company. Is this like a subscription-based thing? No, or? it's totally free. totally free. Totally free. Their idea is to help AV companies mm. to have the best signatures possible. And gotcha. they disseminate to all the AV companies. Sounds good. So they also had a new product. I don't want to give away the... The, uh, the whole story here, you can watch the interview and, and really understand what's going on there. They have a new product coming out that's supposed to really help with our threat intelligence. Um, so they wanted to promote that. And it was, it was a great interview. Evan um, was a, a fantastic interview. We had all the information you would ever need about this. And he just did a great job of explaining their new product they have coming up. So um, I'll let him do the talking. Yeah. I wasn't the expert there well, on that. That's a perfect segue. So <laughs> yeah. let's go ahead and uh, take a look now at this interview with Evan. Uh, and see what their new product is all about. All right, everybody, welcome to B-Sides Las Vegas. I'm Daniel Lowry here with IT Pro TV. And joining me, having a little little fireside chat here, our good friend Evan Durheim from Virus Total. Evan, we're so glad to have you. How's it going today? Going great, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. You having a good time at B-Sides? Oh, I'm having a great time. It's my first time here, so I'm excited to uh, explore. Yeah, super interesting. A lot of cool stuff going on here. Now, Evan, you're with Virus Total. And we're going to pretend for a second that there's some people out there that have never heard of VirusTotal. Okay, they might need to know a little bit about it. Would you do us this, the kind favor of telling us a bit about that company? Yeah, absolutely. So a high-level overview is that VirusTotal has 70-plus antivirus partners, and we have those detection engines incorporated into our platform. So you can scan a file or URL with VirusTotal for free and get all of the verdicts from these antivirus partners. So Kaspersky, McAfee, Norton, all of the big ones um, are incorporated into our platform. And so it's kind of like a crowdsourced version of antivirus. And so it's actually a free service that anyone can use, um, open to the public. So feel free to check it out. Yes, I, I've used VirusTotal. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people here that are like, I'm not putting something in VirusTotal because as soon as I drop a file into VirusTotal saying, I know this is malware, you guys disseminate this information out to the rest of the world, correct? Yeah. So that's the benefit of VirusTotal is that we're sharing with everyone the newest malware that comes into the world. And so we have all of these different sources that provide us with samples, for instance, honeypots and users. And so that's the beauty of it, is that we're sharing this information with the world and we're actually making the AVs better by providing them with new data every single day. That's right. Now, I know that uh, on the security side of things, on the blue team side of things, we love what you do, right? It's fantastic. I can check a file, I can be online, I don't even have AV installed, I can go to VirusTotal, drop a file in, into your system, and you'll tell me whether or not it's infected, correct? 
Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it's such a great um, service that you provide. And you guys are also, like you said, lending to the antivirus companies so that they can keep up to date with the latest and greatest of malware that are out there. That being said, how did you guys get into this business? I mean, what, what was the impetus to this? Yeah, that's a good question. So we actually started out um, within a, a different company called Hispasec, and then our founder, Bernardo, uh, he, he said, hey, we want to actually have more antivirus companies um, to get better verdicts and to have a different approach because we know that some companies are really good at detecting certain types of files and maybe tracking different APT groups, but some companies do not track all the same stuff. And so it's uh, just a good community-based thing to try to help make everyone stronger. Awesome. That's how we started. Yeah. And now, that being said, now we know where VirusTotal has come from, kind of where, what it does. Where's it going? What's something cool about VirusTotal that you just got to share with the rest of the world? Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually launching a tool called VirusTotal Graph 2.0. So we had a version 1.0 that was released this year, and I'm excited to announce 2.0, which is coming out next month. Oh. Um, so, uh, yeah, so get <laughs> ready for reveal, that. right? That's right, that's right. Um, and so we get millions of files every day, millions of URLs every day. And as we know, malware authors reuse various pieces of information. And so it helps give a visualization of that. And putting the pieces together visually often makes things a lot faster. Awesome stuff. So when can we expect to be able to get our hands on version 2.0? Uh, next month. Uh, I would say at the end of this month, but let's uh, be safe and say next month. All right, I like a man that hedges his bets. We love to under-promise and over-deliver, right, Evan? That's right. That's that's right. right. All right, that being said, uh, how can someone check you guys out if they want, so inclined? Yeah, just go to virustotal.com. It's a free service, virustotal.com slash graph is also free. You can use the version that we have up right now. And uh, come with a hash, come with a URL, come with a domain, and uh, we'll see what you can find. All right, great stuff, Evan. We do appreciate your time. Absolutely. Have a good time with the uh, rest of the show here. And we'll be seeing you uh, later on here from B-Sides in Las Vegas 2018. I've been your host, Daniel Lowry. See you in a bit. All right, thank you to Evan and Virus Total for that. And thank you again, Daniel, for an amazing interview. And we've, we did a lot more, right? We, we yeah. About 10 or 12. Yeah, we had, we had quite a few others uh, for different vendors. Um, but those were those were the Some real highlights that stuck out in my mind yeah. that we did. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and like I said, we're going to put all of those on YouTube so you can um, take a look at all the, the other interviews that we did. And we'll probably bring Adam Gordon in for a podcast here next week or the week after and and uh, and get some of his favorites as well because he was able to attend. Um, we also did a meetup with some of the IT Bear TV members Super in Las fun. Vegas. That was a lot of fun just to hear their stories and, and how they use the product. We had the Las Vegas Metro Police and, and a lot of others talking about um, the cool things that, that they do. So um, thank you for all of them for attending that and uh, and yeah, besides getting to meet people that watch us on a daily basis that yeah. we never get to see. It's always nice to to yeah. engage with our members and say, ah, oh, you're the one that's out there keeping me, you know, above the water when it comes to my bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Well, uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for the Technado this time around. So we want to thank you guys for watching. Definitely subscribe, uh, share with your friends unless you hate it. And in that case, just please keep your mouth shut. I <laughs> yeah. uh, want to let you know about a couple things we got coming up over at IT Pro TV. I got a couple webinars uh, that are in the pipe for this month. Uh, first, we got taking the CompTIA A plus exam. And that is going to be um, Wes and uh, and we think Daniel. I think I am on the. I just that. might not have updated the page yet. Yeah, and that's Thursday, August sixteenth at two o'clock Eastern. Um, go ahead and sign up. Even if you can't attend at that time, you'll get the video uh, with that. And if you uh, want to check out the other one, this is a cool one we've talked about before here. 
uh, on the podcast, Surviving a DDoS Attack, our story of how our, our site uh, came under a DDoS attack and, and how we detected it, uh, how we put some solutions in place to uh, to remedy it, and then how we made sure. So if the attacker's uh, watching, I know yeah. they know what to do. Now they know. <laughs> how, yeah. Hey, then we can get another podcast That's out right. of it. But That's right. uh, yeah, go over to <laughs> itpro.tv slash webinars right here, and you'll see those couple of webinars um, that are coming up. You can also take a look at the past ones and, and watch those as well. So is, anytime. Is it crazy that all I want to do is pick the lock on that page? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, could you? Maybe. Oh, we'll see. I can, yeah. might be able to get that one. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check that out, itpro.tv slash webinars. And also wanted to let you know, uh, if you're looking to get some more information about itpro.tv, you can use the coupon code PODCAST30. Get 30% off your subscription, and not just today, but for the life of your account, uh, you'll get that discount. So definitely a great way if you're thinking about checking out the content, go over there and do that. So, uh, Daniel, any closing thoughts? Anything about B-Sides you wanted to add? Um, I, I think if you haven't been to one, you should definitely attend. Just put it on the schedule, budget for it if it's, if it's tough money-wise, and just make it happen. You'll have a lot of fun. You'll meet a lot of cool people. And you'll learn a lot of interesting things about the security industry that you, you might not learn on your own just trying to surf the web. So it's a cool way to make contacts, friends, and that's probably something you're going to want to do on a yearly basis and just start having a great time doing that. So if you're security-minded, you like hacking, you like penetration testing, things like that, B-Sides is an excellent option for you as far as conventions go. I would highly recommend it. Yeah, and as far as other conferences go, it's it's one of the less expensive. Too. Yes. I mean, I think for a lot of the, the attendees, it's free. It's it's really sponsor-based. Um, they even had so, a walk-in thing yeah. where if you they were just giveaway badges so that you can come in. They had a line at like 2 a.m. They but, did. Uh, but it, it was free. So I don't know if that goes for all B-Sides, but they're, none of them are, are right. very expensive. So it's a great way to get out there and, and network with either local people or um, at the bigger ones like right. this with people from around the country. So. Thank you again for watching today, and, and maybe we'll see you next year at B-Science Las Vegas, and if not, uh, we'll see you next week right here on TechNATO. Bye-bye.